Hey guys, real quick, before we get started, I have a small request. If you've been blessed by our content and you like this show, would you take just a brief moment and leave us a five-star review? This is quite possibly the most effective thing that you can do to ensure that this content gets out to as many people as possible. Thanks. Jesus said, man cannot live on bread alone, but from every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. You're listening to Daily Truth. At some level, women are sometimes notorious for this. There are certainly exceptions, and men can do this too. But in general, God has created men and women differently. We have different strengths. We also have different weaknesses. And in general, as a general rule, sometimes women want to talk to their husbands about a frustration or a difficulty or a problem, um, but they don't want their husbands to talk to them about solutions. They just want to be heard as a complaint. Right? And, and, and at best, there's maybe a desire, I just want to inform you. I just want to be heard. And that's entirely possible, especially for Christian women who are being sanctified. Um, but at worst, at worst, there may be a desire not only to be heard, not only to inform, uh, but for their husband to join them in the proverbial quicksand. So the, so the husband is standing, right? This is the illustration that Joe Rigney and, and Pastor Doug Wilson have used as they've talked about empathy, right? The, the illustration or the imagery that they've used is there's a pit of quicksand and somebody is standing on solid ground outside of the quicksand. And there's somebody else who is slowly sinking and is going to, to perish, going to die. And they're, they're saying, please jump into the quicksand and die with me. And in that moment, you have a choice, right? And thinking of Galatians chapter 6, you who are spiritual should restore the sinner, right? The, the goal is not to die with the sinner. The Bible doesn't say if anyone is caught in any transgression, you who are empathetic should die with him. That's not what the Bible teaches. No, it says if anyone is caught in any transgression, you who are spiritually mature should save him. And one of the ways that we save people is by not giving up, not surrendering the high ground. The, the ground of safety. And the high ground is the Word of God. So we want to stand on with objective footing, with objective perception, looking without bias. Uh, we, we want to stand on firm ground. And then what we want to do is we want to grab a, a branch from a tree or a rope, if we have it or whatever, in keeping with this illustration, and toss it to the person and, and then pull them to shore. But we're only able to restore them, to, to save them, rescue them, if, if we are on solid ground. If we get in the quicksand, if we jump into the catastrophe along with them, then, then we're actually, we have forfeited any opportunity to provide restoration. Now we're just perishing together. And sadly, in our culture today, that's what a lot of people want, right? It's no coincidence. That, and speaking of another instance of Jesus healing um, a person who was, in this case, not blind but lame at the pool of Bethesda in John chapter 5, Jesus asks a question that seems silly to even ask. But Jesus, he says this, do you want to be healed? Do you want to be made well? And the reason why that Jesus found it necessary to ask such a question is because a lot of people don't want to be made well. They actually don't want a solution. Because, because what Jesus was getting at is, if I heal you, and if I allow you to walk, if I take away your disease, your, your lameness, where you're not able to walk, then, then you're going to immediately have 
responsibility. With great power comes great responsibility, said Uncle Ben. Right? And so if you can walk, here's one of the things you're going to have to do. This is what Jesus is implicitly saying. If I heal you and you're an able-bodied man, you're going to have to get a job. You can't sit at the pool of Bethesda and beg anymore. You actually have to get a job. Do you want that? And the reason Jesus asks is because some people don't. Some people don't. Some people could make above the poverty line, but they intentionally go out of their way to self-sabotage not because then they would not be able to have certain incentives and benefits and welfare programs. So they are, are, are intentionally making sure that they stay lame, as it were, that their legs don't actually get healed because they don't want to take on the responsibility because there's a responsibility that comes with ability. If you're able-bodied, ability brings responsibility. But if I have no ability, if I have something that I can point to, some kind of excuse that I can make that, that says I'm not able, well, if I'm not able, then I'm not response-able. I'm not responsible. So do you want to be made well? That's what Jesus asked. And there are many, sadly, in our culture today who do not want to be made well. So when they cry out for help, what they're actually, what they're actually begging you for is not sympathy and compassion that would stay on, on solid ground with solid footing and, and, and extend the branch and pull them out of the quicksand, but instead what they're actually asking for is um, we don't want a solution. We don't want to be made well because we don't want responsibility. We don't want to have to do something. Uh, what we want is we're drowning and, and you seem to have a good life. And, and we just want you to drown with us. Thanks so much for listening. But real quick, before you go, do us a small favor. Take a moment and leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed the show. This is undoubtedly the best way that you can help us get this biblically faithful content to as many people as possible. Thanks so much.